Welcome back to another episode of the Metspire Marketing Show and Happy New Year. It's the first episode of 2024. My New Year's resolution is going to be to batch my podcast episodes so I can get them out and not have to wait. We're here, it's 2024 and I want to go through 2024 predictions, trends, where we see this year going. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Medical Spa Marketing Show, a podcast dedicated to helping you market your medical aesthetic practice, be it a skincare clinic, plastic surgery, dermatologist, and of course, our medical spas. I'm here to help you learn all the tips and tricks on how to get your medical spa noticed on social media, increase your visibility on Google, generate leads through different channels, and optimize marketing automations so it works for you while you sleep. Get ready to see successful results in no time. All right, let's do this. I think we have 10 trends to go through. Predictions. Let's kick off with influencers. I do foresee, and it's kind of been going this way more and more with the reduction in influencers. And when I'm talking about the reduction in influencers, mainly the big time influencers or people who their kind of job has been an influencer. So the people with hundreds and thousands of followers, definitely seeing a drop off with the amount of clinics, practices, spas actually using influencers. Because when it comes to the mega influencers, people are very much aware that they're not just getting injectables or lasers. They're getting more than that. We see a reduction in the bigger type of influencers, but a huge increase in micro influencers. This can be anybody who's just a content creator. It doesn't need to be anybody who has a large following. If somebody has a thousand followers and they're highly engaged, they're the people that you want to be getting to create content for you. And just the last few weeks, kind of end of December into January, we switched to using just a content creator's um, user-generated content. Come with me as I get XYZ done. And the performance of using that in our paid media has outdone anything that we've ever done and it's it's not famous (laughs) there's there's nothing to it just content creators so people can see themselves in the real person with the real issues and they're going and they've got the credibility this person's gonna tell me how it was if you have somebody who comes into your clinic and they're willing to create content for you that's the type of content you want to be doing so if you're doing an exchange of service or you're going to pay them for their time or you can there's there's always ways to work around with micro influencers so don't always be looking for okay the person needs to have thousands and thousands of people in order to be able to make any money from it because that's definitely not the case people want real people they don't want to be looking at the people who have probably had the surgery or two and are not honest with what they do. Definitely want to be looking at the micro influencers. And then the cherry on top for the influencers is that you're going to become your own influencer. You're going to become your own marketing machine. We see it out there. We have the famous doctors, nurses who have their following and it's definitely going to see a huge increase in other people getting out there and 
becoming their own influencers They're all across TikTok, Instagram. We've seen some complex cases even in the last year of people going to surgeons just because they they had a great TikTok following and they built up their own credibility on the back end of that and then medical license were getting suspended. So it definitely works. You do need to be awesome at what you do, but start creating your content, start creating your videos and start building your own credibility because people will come to see you on the back end of it. All right, number two, Google My Business. Google is going to be doing a lot of changes this year. Um, with Google My Business, you know when you go to Google and you're searching nail salon near me, med spa near me, dentist near me, and you see the listings that are in there, Google has said they're going to prioritize people who are open now in the listings. So it's going to be vital that you keep your listings up to date. But on top of that, you want to make sure that you're keeping your Google My Business listing up to date. And many people don't. I very rarely see people who do. So you can post blogs on there. You can post pictures. And then obviously, like you, you will be doing your reviews, get as many reviews as possible because all of that is free traffic just for keeping something so basic up to date. And you can use scheduling tools as well to put your posts up there. So just like a social media channel, that's what you're going to need to do for 2024 is treat Google My Business like a social media channel and not neglect it because it's free leads, it's free placement and just keeping your listing up to date is going to get you more clients and a huge competitive advantage over other people. When you go and search it's going to pull up your listing and you'll be probably number one in your own feed because it's personalized to you but if you go through Go look for a business that's not yours and go into everybody's Google My Business and see where you see posts and pictures and when the profile was last updated. It's going to be a long time ago. It's totally underutilized. Okay, number three. This is just going to be a huge increase in AI. AI, 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 it's everywhere. ChatGPT, you hear it all everywhere. But you can't just start writing website copy and all that kind of stuff that's out there being crawled on the internet emails do what you want it's not going to be searchable but if you start trying to create website pages with ai and not doing the advanced pieces to it in terms of getting it to learn who you are what you say how you talk all that kind of stuff that's what's going to make you different and that's what's going to help you rank so you need to be using ai powered by human capability capabilities not just okay what's the top 10 benefits of mSculpt and then just copy and pasting them onto your website it's not going to work personally i use jasper i don't use ChatGPT, and jasper is kind of great because it has all that stuff built into it it doesn't need to be act like this do this and all command base there is that part to it but it's a little bit easier well i find i've been using it for years it's just one tool that i really like but you need to get advanced with your prompts if you're using ChatGPT that you're going to get the desired result. Don't just get the copy and paste. I've seen it myself. I would ask, um, they got a new, a new tool and I'm just not aware of what it does. And I'm like, okay, well, what would you say the, the, the benefits of this is? I literally got a copy and paste of ChatGPT and I'm like, 
I, I called him out. I said, go away with your chat GPT. What am I going to do with that? That's not going to help anybody. So make sure you're using it for sure. It's going to speed up. It's going to give you the ability to write emails faster, get more content out there and do better marketing. But don't use it for your front forward facing marketing if you don't go through it and check it. Because even if you're doing a social media post and you're like, hey, create me a social media post and talk about the benefits of laser hair removal, it's going to give you generic stuff pulled from everywhere. So don't do it, but do it. All right. Next one is all about credibility and not being the cheapest. People are definitely not going to who the cheapest injector in my area. There is such a surge in user-generated content, TikTok, Instagram, of people showing their disasters of going to the cheapest, going to somebody who was not recommended and they didn't do their homework. And people now want to go and find the best. They want to go find somebody who's going to make them look like how they want to look and not just going on price. Price being your competitive advantage is never going to work out in the long run. So I wouldn't advise doing it. The credibility of being the best and going with the price that comes to it, people will pay for it. There's so many people out there charging double what, what some people are charging because they're really good at what they do and people are willing to pay for it. If, if you're the cheapest out there, start working on that a plan of getting away from that because being a cheap the cheapest now is actually turning into a red flag. Well, why are you only that price? It's a different story a bit, facials, peels, but when it comes to injectables in particular, people want real good results. They have seen the disasters of what can come. Don't do it. You, you'll be your own walking red flag. Number five, more and more people are making decisions based on data and starting to know their numbers so they can make informed decisions when it comes to paid traffic, hiring staff, how they're actually going to grow and scale their business by using the data and not just opinions based on what they don't know. If you do not have Google Analytics 4 installed on your website or you're not using some kind of analytical tool about how much my customer is worth to me in a lifetime, what's your customer LTV, how much does my room make per hour, am I making enough what I need to make to do this how much can I afford to get a customer if I run an offer and I'm doing to paid ads okay well how many people book what is the cost to acquire a new customer and then how are we marketing to them to increase the lifetime value of the customer so you need to know your data of the people coming to your website how many people are following up what's the process look like so you can get predictable growth in your business and not be rushing around at certain times. People move, things happen, clients go elsewhere, and that's what people are doing now. They're making informed decisions based on data and not just the feeling, because feelings are never great to lead with. So making informed decisions based on data is something you want to be doing. If you don't have Google Analytics 4 installed on your website, start there, and then start working with the development team or whatever tool you're using for your CRM to be able to get more data. And so you can make decisions and have a dashboard that you look at every month. How are we progressing? How many prospects did we get? How many new clients did we get? What's our return rate, etc. I love data. 
data is my best friend. Number six, chatbots. Now chatbots powered by humans, not chatbots with the constant, hey, what are you here for? And then nobody can find any answers. So what I'm talking about chatbots, there's a few different ways I use them and I see great success with. So first off is having a chat plugin on your website. People are on your website and they can use a chat plugin to actually ask a question in real time, get some answers. You can pre-program it with some questions like, I want to book an appointment, how much is this? Questions that you get every day of the week. But it should be able to connect to somebody on the other end to answer the questions where they want to ask them. We're not forcing people on email. We're not forcing people on the phone. We're not forcing people in SMS. They're on the website. They have a question that will take them very far, very quick. And what I mean by that is close to convert. Because what I see with the conversations of people in there, they're just clarifying questions before they go and make an appointment. So having a tool like ManyChat, ManyChat is my favorite, that it connects into Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, also works with WhatsApp. It's, it's a great tool that I will be talking about for this piece on the chatbots. Being able to respond to people in real time, game changer and getting more prospects across the line. Now, there's not always going to be times that you're available to answer, but being able to go back, because it connects to Facebook, so you can reply to people in the DMs, you can get their, their phone number, so just in case you don't answer it in time, and then you can have automated messages for when you're closed. It really makes all the difference in being able to address people's concerns and questions when they're looking, instead of them being onto the next provider because your website did not provide whatever question or the answer, or they didn't see the answer, even if it's on your website. So definitely have a look at getting a chatbot installed on your website. And then the best part about the same tool, ManyChat, and you may have seen it starting to creep up. It's been around for, I don't know, five, six years on this part, where you will see people saying, drop the word Botox in the comments. And then a chatbot will send a message from Instagram to say, hey, thanks for blah, blah, blah. Here's how you can do X, Y, Z. So a lot of people use it to give out guides, get more information, a promotion. It's a way of starting a conversation that even if you are using it as a competition, so win a package or a facial in that kind of way, and you can get as much information as you want. You can be like, hey, what's your name? What's your phone? What's your email? And whatever question happens to be. But the power in this comes from, okay, you've got all your lead information. You've got everything you need. You've delivered everything within the app. They've not had to go anywhere else. What I love it for is you're able to then send voice messages and video messages automatically afterwards. Say somebody engaged with the bot for a contest. Okay, great. You've entered. And then they get a personal message. Well, it, it seems personal. Hey there. Like this is like six hours later. Hey there, thanks for entering. I'm so excited about this. We have a new thing in the clinic, all this kind of stuff. If you have any questions, let me know. And then the conversation keeps on going and it's all within the DM. So you're keeping it where people want it to be. You're not taking them off the web, off the platform, which is what Instagram wants you to do. Instagram wants you to keep them on the platform. So you're not having to do LinkedIn bio. 
you're not having to say go to my website you're keeping everything within it there's your post there's your live video there's your reel comment this react with this emoji and next of all we're firing off messages to them you're getting all the information that you would need to anyway and then you're doing it where they want to be instead of they go to the website they get distracted doesn't end up happening this way so freaking good we did it at an event so we were doing a, a competition and asking everybody for their name and number and then you've, you've got like a time window like of 24 hours to follow up with them and the amount of people then when we send the video or the audio message afterwards starting their own conversation with yeah i was thinking about this treatment want to do this how do i book in for a consultation it's golden so definitely have a look into it manychat m-a-n-y-c-h-a-t dot com <laughs> it takes a little bit of getting used to i have some templates but have a look at doing that and then bring in the sms piece it has all the functionality you need to meet people where they're at and not make people work to where you want them to be all right sorry went on the rant there with the chatbots next up again with our google number seven optimizing content for google search google is running a big update next month february but this year is going to be focused on voice search we need to start creating content for how people talk the results are going to look different. I've no idea exactly how it's going to be. There's so much chatter about how it's going to look, how the search results are going to look. But there is a big piece of it's going to be that they may not even get to your website. If you're blogging about top five ways to roll back the clock without injectables, and that's a blog post that performs really well, or how much is Botox, whatever happens to be, most people now will not get to your website and the answer will literally be on the first page of Google. They don't get to your website. So we need to start optimizing content for people to get what they need. So you know the featured snippet, it's going to be an advanced version of that. That will be coming down the road and no doubt we will have more episodes around optimizing our content for, for um, voice and for Google's new search engine. And when I say new, I don't mean new search engine but it's definitely going to be a new way of searching. All right, number nine, or oh, number eight, excuse me, getting ahead of myself. And this is kind of going back to our credibility piece. More and more people are going to be doing podcasts. You should be creating podcasts for yourself, whatever field that happens to be in, if it's surgical, non-surgical, skincare. It's an extra piece of content out there that you want to be repurposing so if it's going out on podcast why not record it get it out there put it on youtube create shorts from it create bite-sized content i do it for myself for the podcast or i will be doing i am doing it, it's just not out there as much as um creating reels from from the content so if you're doing a video recording of your podcast where most of the time i'm in my jammies recording the podcast <laughs> And I'm never really set for, for camera ready, but if I record it and then I have a video and then I upload it to YouTube and then it's on the podcast and then I use the video to create all the content that I need to create. So all I'm doing is you use one of those tools that will, I think Opus is a great one, that you just upload your video to Opus and then it throws out all those TikTok style, the popular style of reels, really great minimal effort one piece of content and you will have 
a hell of a lot of content for all your channels. So definitely worth having a look into working with a podcast. I will, the one I use, I use um, Hello Audio. I'll drop a link in the show notes and it's super simple. I record in the script that will make it sound like I'm in the studio because this original audio is not going to sound great. You don't need to have a fancy microphone and it will give you studio quality sound. How you're listening to me now is not how this original audio starts out and it doesn't take much work. I just download it from the script, pop it up into Hello Audio and add the show notes and hit publish. It's so simple. It's one of my favorite tools. Like I've worked with a lot of people with a lot of different podcast platforms. And while the other podcast platforms can do a hell of a lot, Hello Audio is just nice and simple. So it works out um, really well. And it's a great way if you want to have a private podcast. That's the number one factor for it. Because a lot of people will do private podcasts. So if you have subscription only, where you would use a Patreon is where you would do it. With the feed that you do not find on Apple Podcasts. It's on Apple Podcasts, but you will not find it on Apple Podcasts if you were to search for it. Social media is up next, so we're on number nine now. Social media is only going to get higher and higher in the intent when it comes to being a search engine. Particularly, even for myself, I will look to Instagram or TikTok for a New York facial plastic surgeon. I will go to Instagram and TikTok before I will go to Google because Google is full of people who are paying to be at the top. So I love paid traffic like it's my favorite, but it's not how you will find the best of the best, in my opinion. You're finding the top is flooded by people who are paying to be there. Then you've got real self, which is great. And then you've got all the other people who probably just have amazing websites, which kudos to them. They have the great SEO, they're in there. But I don't feel like I find the people who are specialists in what they do from there. I love to go and see what their before and afters, what what they are like. And again, I am falling into what I was talking about earlier of the credibility. But then that's where I start and then I will go from there. So I will go to their website. And for example, let's talk about looking for a facial plastic surgeon in New York, you find them on the hashtags on Instagram and then you go to their feed and you see nothing but stock images. Sweet Lord, no, 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 no. And this piggybacks into my next part of the social media and it's the overly branded content. Might as well post nothing. Absolutely shocking that it keeps on, I keep seeing it everywhere. I, I say I keep seeing it everywhere. It's only because of like where, where when I'm looking for Instagram, it's because like I'm looking at other people's accounts. It's not like it's popping up in my feed. I'm looking into people's accounts. Who wants to see a picture like we're coming on the back of Christmas? Happy holidays. Here's your logo. And it's all branded. What works now is not branded stuff. So by you popping branded content looks like an ad, even if it's not. And what's somebody going to say? Oh, that's an aesthetically appealing picture or branded. Like, no, even if it's a before and after, put your logo on it if you want to protect your IP, but don't make it so overly formal because it's not going to work. I would prefer 
do a green screen, have the, the images of the before and after and talk about why the difference is in this and this instead of like the before and after picture is great. And that's probably the only one where you will get away with doing a branded piece, but stop it with the overly branded content. It's not going to work. Instagram is getting back up there to being one of the best destinations for it. I know most of the people is probably only Instagram, if not TikTok on the back end and Facebook is the the abandoned one that doesn't get as get a look in as much. But you want to be optimizing your content to fit in with the user generated feel. This is not an ad, this is fun, this is entertaining. Otherwise, the people are just going to scroll by it. And if you do enough of the other stuff, you will get away with a branded post here and there. But the engagement sucks on them, so it's definitely not worth it. All right, on to my last one, which is paid traffic. If you currently run Facebook, Instagram ads, and you're using that type of branded content, that's going to stop working. Your costs are going to go through the roof. And the algorithm will stop showing it. So even if money is not an issue and you can pay higher costs, which you will pay for, you will start to wonder, well, I've not changed anything. Why is it not working? And the fact is you've not changed anything and <laughs> things have changed. You need to be working with what we were talking about earlier with content generated by creators, your own content, pushing out videos and reels, what's working, like what interests you when you're looking in the feed. It needs to look like a feed post. It needs to look like it fits in. If it looks like an ad, it's gonna perform like an ad now. Like in terms of down the toilet, whatever's doing well in organic, whatever works well, you need to make sure that's what's going out there in, the, in an ad. You do not want to be out there with your branded posts, with your calls to action and not seeing the success. So you want to see what you wanna see. Look through your own posts and don't spend hours of looking, oh, what are these people doing? What's their ads like? You be the one to go forward with the ads that don't look like ads and see the difference, see what comes through because the cost per lead is could be anywhere five to 10x lower when you do user-generated content over for your ads. So that's it for paid traffic. What I said about the Google, that's never gonna change. It's always going to be, well, I, I don't mean that's going to change, but I don't foresee it changing. Definitely whatever happens with the, the new voice search, that remains to be seen. But what you do need to do is make sure you've got your first party cookies ready. You need to own your own data. So you need to make sure you have your CRM. You need to own your own data. And that goes back to our other point earlier again, because if you want to be able to optimize, especially for paid traffic, you need to own your data so you can get proper measurement and you can get proper information for when you're supplying it back to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Google Ads to be able to get better results. And if you haven't heard before, if you do not have an online booking system, you are going to be left behind. It's not going to go well. People, people have no interest in picking up the phone to talk to anybody. This morning I went online. I've never been to this clinic before. I've never met the doctors before. I went online, went through Instagram, went through their website, went through their reviews, went online, booked it in there, got a consultation next week. Happy days. Last week or the week before, I was looking for a masseuse 
and I, I am an online booking person. I am not going to call. I went with an online, um, one of those kind of all-in-one search engines. And I went on, made an online booking through them and then went in and then I signed up for a membership. Now I'm a member of their practice just because I was able to make the booking online. I would have never gone online looking for a membership. And if I found one, I wasn't, if I couldn't book online, I wouldn't do it. And now that I'm there, all I need to do now is continue the booking. So the lifetime value and the cost of acquiring me as a customer was nothing for those people. I went online, booked it, had a great experience. I signed myself up for the membership. They didn't even tell me about the membership. So I'm like, hey, what's this? Because I was looking through the menu because it's such a great experience. And then I bought a gift card when I was there last week. And it just keeps compounding. And that's what you need to be doing for your own practice. You get somebody in and how do we increase the lifetime value of it? So there's so much to it. And you leave leaving money on the table if you are not. All right. I know this has probably been longer than normal. Thank you for joining me today. And I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Medical Spa Marketing Show. My goal is to empower and inspire you to take your medical aesthetic practice to the next level. Don't forget that success requires dedication and hard work. But with the right mindset and strategy, anything is possible. So go out there and make it happen, friend. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. So you can gain more valuable insights and tips on how to market your medical aesthetic practice. In the meantime, you can follow us over on Instagram at Vibrant Marketing Online. Talk to you soon.